Flawcast number 161, Sober-Mindedness. Strength of mind rests in sobriety. For this keeps your reason unclouded by passion. Figarious. Flawcast. Get in the arena. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, all of our esteemed, blessed, highly favored Flawcast Nation, Flawcast listeners. I want to thank and welcome everybody again to a brand new episode. Uh, it's me flying solo again. Uh, say some prayers for Carl. Uh, he's uh, out of commission at the moment, so you're going to have to once again deal with my tomfoolery. But I do want to thank everybody for reaching out uh, for, for last week's episode regarding uh, depression. Uh, got got some interesting feedback. Uh, got some good and bad. Uh, so I appreciate both. Uh, just definitely going to help me help us to become, you know, more effective at delivering what believe God's given me or given us to deliver. So want to thank you guys uh, for listening, for tuning in, for offering your opinion. And I got another interesting one, and I'm going to get into it as soon as we uh, do the shake and howdy. So uh, you can find us anywhere podcasts are under Flawedcast CLE. We're on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Breaker, Anchor.fm. You can also find us on Rumble. Uh, that platform's kind of growing. So we've got a couple new subscribers and followers this week on Rumble. So I want to thank you guys uh, who are listening to us on Rumble. Shout out there. But uh, you can find us on Flawed Inc. on Rumble. Uh, we're also on the Project Mockingbird social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we're also on Getter and Gab. Parlor, I guess, is completely shut down. So uh, a large portion of our support and uh, people who were really digging our messages uh, came to us on Parlor. So if you're out there and you're connecting with us, you're our former Parlor friends, uh, please connect with us on one of our other spots. And uh, we'll be sure to uh, shout out to you and speak to you when we can. But uh, there is a link below to get a copy of my book, Smith's Heart of Man Repair Manual, celebrating the second anniversary of that. So make sure if you don't have it, you pick it up below. Our email is flawedinccle at gmail.com. I want to make sure that you guys uh, have any questions, comments, or concerns that you can reach out to us there, or you can send us a message on our social. Uh, any of those platforms will work. And I'm going to get into the uh, patriotic couple 20 seconds here. So put your right hand over your left heart and uh, say with me, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. All right. Uh, it feels good to say that. It feels good to be on an open platform where I can actually talk about God. I can talk about, uh, you know, identifying uh, with as an American in the country that you were born and raised. And we're very fortunate because there's a lot of countries around the world that can't so openly pronounce their faith and, and discuss things of this nature. And I'm going to share something. I'm going to try to be brief. Um, but the idea of sober-mindedness came to me this week when I was listening to a gentleman who admittedly i don't listen to a lot of quote unquote preachers um it's not to be arrogant 
Uh, it's not to say that I'm above or below or any any of that kind of thing. It's just I just don't. I think uh, a lot of times in church there's this cult of personality with people who are, you know, either behind a pulpit or a mic or they, they do this or do that. Uh, and instead of focusing on Christ, we focused on them uh, almost as a faux messianic figure. Uh, so I don't really listen or follow a lot of celebrity preachers, but uh, Francis Chan is a gentleman who I really do like. Um, I really do get a lot from him. Uh, and I was listening to something he was saying this week, and it really struck a nerve with me, and it opened my eye to a scripture uh, that I've read numerous times, but there was a new understanding, and I want to share this with you guys. And uh, that was from 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 7, in the Amplified here. It says, the end and culmination of all things is near. Not, not just that, I could probably do a whole episode. As a matter of fact, I know I've done episodes on that before, but it, it, it's important that we keep that in mind as we move forward here. The end and culmination of all things is near. Therefore, be sound-minded and self-controlled for the purpose of prayer staying balanced and focused on the things of God so that your communication will be clear, reasonable, specific, and pleasing to him. And it, it was at that point where Francis Chan highlighted something that where it says, be sound-minded or sober-minded, a couple of other translations said, but be sound-minded, self-controlled for the purpose of prayer. And before he gets in that, he just, you know, and this is uh, Peter who wrote this in, in his first epistle. He just basically said, hey, the end of all things is near and as a result of that, Peter urges us that we need to have acknowledgement that the end of things is near. And, and my interpretation of that is we are ever approaching that end time scenario that we are in, but that, that, that time of tribulation where the Antichrist is revealed, that new world order system, that Antichrist system is in place, and, uh, and people are either capitulating with it, uh, acquiescing to it, or they're bowing down uh, to it, or they are simply refusing. Uh, they are keeping the course. They, are, they have not lost their faith, if you will, and, and they're moving forward in Christ. But the important thing to take away, and th this is my interpretation, um, is that as the end of all things are near, we need to be sound-minded and we need to be self-controlled for the purpose of prayer. And the reason I want to just discuss this thing, this topic, this about sober-mindedness is, yeah, you can look at this as if somebody has a substance abuse problem. You know, somebody uh, wrestles with narcotic use. Somebody wrestles with alcoholism, you know, uh, things of that nature. And I'm not going to sit here and just be like, well, if you don't do this and this and this, you're not, you saved. I'm, I'm not a judge. I'm not going to be in the position of God on the judgment seat. If your conscience isn't vexed and it is not clearly defined as sin in the scripture, those are the places where we need to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. But the thing I really want to talk about is the idea of challenging what sober-mindedness uh, and self-control is. And I'm just really taken back by the fact that as Francis Chan was speaking, he was 
saying, and this is even in circles of faith that he was talking about, the idea of being sober-minded and self-controlled is becoming increasingly difficult. And there's many reasons for that. The one thing he focused in on, and I'm going to talk to you about briefly, is technology. And once again, we just discussed the end of all things as near as Peter says. We understand that technology has a major role in that. We understand now that everything is in place for this antichrist, this mark of the beast system to be put into place. Like literally everything is in place and it's all technology based. And a lot of times technology robs us of sober mindedness. It reminds us, or it robs us, I should say, of being self-controlled. And I really want to talk about this, and and at least confess for myself, I have a hard time with that. And and especially in regards to technology, because anybody who knows me even remotely knows I love listening to news. I love reading news articles. I like listening to uh, you know, teachings, uh, like listening to, uh, even like audiobooks and things like that. And the majority of how I access all that information is through primarily my phone or iPad. You know, I'm old school. So when I listen to music, I listen to music through my iPod normally, or I'll, you know, play, uh, records or, you know, my awesome, beautiful wife got me a, a new stereo, this, uh, last Christmas and I listen to records and uh, there's a CD player in it. So when I, when I do listen to music in that, it, here in, in the office, the Flockcast World Headquarters, that's where I do listen to it. But, you know, even before I started this, I was just listening to a, a newscast about some events that happened today. And I'm going to talk about that here in a moment. But these, this technology is really having an impact on our sobriety to the acknowledgement that the end of all things is near. And I think, especially in circles of faith and and certainly um, in life day in and day out, there's a kind of numbing. There's a kind of false comfort that comes along with, hey, I can pick up my phone and I can learn about anything that I want to. Uh, there, you know, there's a, there's a false sense of knowledge in many regards that, hey, I, I asked my phone, hey, what is this? And the answer is given to me. There's no sobriety in the fact that it doesn't take any diligence. It doesn't take any self-control to actually acquire that information. Now, when I was younger, I used to have to go to the library of all things and, and look up books. And, and I still buy books. I, I got a ton of books. Um, and I, I read like four or five at a time. Uh, but uh, people as a mass used to have to work hard to acquire some kind of knowledge. There, there is a a drunkenness, if you will, that comes with a delusion, if you will, that comes with the idea of just being able to easily access this technology, this information, this knowledge, if you will. And I'm seeing how that is just impacting the world. It's making us drunk and 
losing the self-control and I would say self-discipline from being able to be in that place of prayer, being able to be in that place to commune with the Holy Spirit, with the Almighty. You know, it goes on to say, I'm just going to read this again, and I want this verse to really penetrate. The end and culmination of all things is near. Therefore, be sound-minded and self-controlled for the purpose of prayer. We need to be sound-minded and self-controlled for the purpose to be able to engage in conversation back and forth with God. It goes on to say here that we need to stay balanced and focused on the things of God so that our communication will be clear, reasonable, specific, and pleasing to God. And we're in just engaged in a season where we are drunk off the spirits of this age. We're drunk off of uh, the allure of not having to work to acquire things. Uh, and I think that's detrimental. And I want to be able to speak to this in a way that I feel like my spirit and my eyes were open that as wonderful as things are, that at a moment's notice, you can have pretty much whatever through this phone. And that, and, and, and that is, if you're hungry, you can order some yummy food. If, you, if you're in school, you need to write a report of some sort. You can go ahead and access that information without actually having to do diligence and study to acquire it. Uh, you know, I got my wife hooked on the Terminator Sarah Connor Chronicles. It was an old TV show about 15 years ago. And it's so interesting because a lot of the things that we see ourselves with now facing is the advent and the rise of artificial intelligence. And I believe that this is a, a, a dangerous, dangerous thing that we need the, the sobriety of spirit, the sobriety of mind to be able to discern. Because as you know, you're starting to see, you know, when I read the news, you know, I'm a big music fan. They're, they're now, I read an article last week that uh, through AI, they're now reproducing notorious B.I.G., sound like tracks that literally sound like him that you would have no idea that weren't recorded when he was alive. But these are new vocals and, and AI, you're able to manipulate that. And you can manipulate leaders, you can manipulate anything. And, you know, even today, as I was listening to the news, there was this dam that was blown up in the U in Ukraine and the Russians are being blamed for it. And, and it's just a weird thing because it's like, okay, this dam knocks out all the, uh, the Russians' ability to bring them supplies and to bring them reinforcements. Um, it, it literally stops the flow of water to uh, cooling the cooling portion of one of their nuclear power plants. It's like when you just step back and look at it, it doesn't make sense logically uh, or even in regards to the theory of warfare. But... You know, they're out there saying, oh, you know, Russia did this. They, you know, it's basically like they shot themselves in the foot. And even even today, I'm starting to see that there's all these reports about UFOs and, um, you know, unidentified flying objects and so on and so forth. And I, we've touched on that subject before. If you've listened for any amount of time, you know my feelings on that, that basically these, these, are, these are interdimensional entities. These are spirits. And... In that, as the end of all things are drawing near, 
we need to be sober-minded and sober-spirited that we are able to, for the purpose of prayer, that we are able to communicate with God so that we can hear and that we can receive. Uh, I can't stress the importance of this, especially as now we're moving into this time in history. I want to share uh, another scripture here. This is from Philippians 4, verse 8. Once again, from the Amplified, it says, Finally, believers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good repute, if there is any excellence, there is anything worthy of praise, Think continually on these things, center your mind on them, and implant them into your heart. And, and the idea of centering, I, I just love the way it words that, that centering our mind on these things and implant them into our heart, I think is one of the tools that we are going to be able to utilize <clears throat> in order to mean maintain sobriety of mind and spirit towards God. I want to read another verse. This is uh, Ephesians chapter 5. This is verses 10 to 18 from the Amplified. It says, uh, starting with verse 10, trying to learn by experience what is pleasing to the Lord and letting your lifestyle be an example of what is most acceptable to him. Your behavior expressing gratitude to God for your salvation. Do not participate in the worthless and unproductive deeds of darkness, but instead expose them by exemplifying personal integrity, moral courage, and godly character. For it is disgraceful even to mention the things that such people practice in secret. But all things become visible when they are exposed by the light of God's precepts. For it is light that makes everything visible. For this reason, he says, awake, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine as dawn upon and give you light. Therefore, see that you walk carefully, living life with honor, purpose, and courage, shunning those who tolerate and enable evil, not as the unwise, but as wise, sensible, intelligent, discerning people, making the very most of your time on earth, recognizing and taking advantage of each opportunity and using it with wisdom and diligence, because the days are filled with evil. Therefore, do not be foolish and thoughtless, but understand and firmly grasp what the will of the Lord is. Do not get drunk with wine, for that is wickedness, corruption, and stupidity, but be filled with Holy Spirit and constantly guided by Him. So this just kind of reemphasizes the idea that we're just in an age of evil. And there are things that are being done in secret that are so evil uh, here. And when Paul's talking to the church in Ephesus, he's not even talking about this. And mind you, this was oh, 2,000 years ago. And those deeds now, are they're not even so much being hidden. They're being brought out into the light. They're being ex exposed, but in, instead of being exposed in a way that people would look down upon, that, uh, that people would shun or, or, or be disgraced, they're being looked upon in almost a, a celebratory manner. And, you know, it goes on to say there in, in Ephesians that that, that isn't wise. 
So I want to go back to, you know, the first scripture in 1 Peter 4, 7. And I just want to really hit on that again. And I just want to kind of, you know, be as transparent and confessional about things as possible. And I'm going to read this again. Please, I'm reading this that it will hopefully hit you and penetrate you in the manner it did me. It was so revelatory to me. The end and culmination of all things is near. Therefore, be sound-minded and self-controlled for the purpose of prayer. Staying balanced and focused on the things of God so that our communication will be clear, reasonable, specific, and pleasing to Him. And what I just want to reiterate is... And, and just confess, like, even as I was getting ready to record this, I'm like, oh, the computer's taking a second to load. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check my email or text or whatever. And I just feel like one of the things I'm going to check myself on and, and try to be accountable on is I'm going to leave this damn thing alone. Um, and, and I see how if it's affecting me as somebody who has disdain for it, who understands the science of um, these things rob us, of, uh, uh, dull us down. It, it, every time we do something on these things, whether it be a, we post something on social media, we see someone's post on social media, we like it. Um, you know, whether it see a video, whatever it is, it, it dulls our senses. It literally makes us have a drunkenness of spirit by, Giving us a false sense of accomplishment, it, it dopes up, it dopes us up on our dopamine receptors in our brain, and it, it it fires off to make us literally to where we become dependent on it. And this is something that I just want to talk to people about and encourage. I know with my wife, I, I've tried the best I can to, to put it down when you know her and I are together, uh, and. I've just come to realize, like, every time someone texts me or calls, I, I, I can get to it later. I don't need to stop everything in that moment to reply. And I'm hopeful that people will understand that. And they, they will take the same response, too. Uh, you know, having a conversation with my, my buddy Travis, you know, um, we we learned how to drive, like, 30 years ago. We were just thinking the other day as he and I were together, like, Wow, 30 years. And the thing that came to me, which coincides with, with what Francis Chan was talking about, is like back then, once I left my house, that's it. I was gone. Uh, you know, I, I had a pager uh, later in my uh, uh, early 20s. But even that, you know, you didn't have a pay phone around or, or you weren't someplace where there was a phone. You couldn't call them back immediately. And, and there was a certain kind of uh, freedom that I used to think, oh, you know, I got, a, I got the phone. I can call anybody I want anywhere. And there's freedom in that. But what I'm starting to learn is that these are part of that antichrist spirit that antichrist that mark of the beast system that are going to continue to track us are going to continue to control us and in that controlling us it is making us drunk to the spirit of this age and it is affecting directly our communication with christ and it might not be the phone. It could be, you know, I don't know. It, it could be TV. Maybe somebody's just always listening to TV or watching TV and they're always had the TV run in there. Or maybe it's, you know, <clears throat> music or uh, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know what that thing is that's promoting drunkenness and spirit. But 
we have to retain and we have to perfect and work on remaining sober-minded in this age as these spirits are trying to intoxicate us and rob us from communicating with God. Because as we are now learning, you know, whether it be all this UFO information that's coming out, whether it be, you know, the, the idea of wars and rumors of wars, whether it be the electric uh, the electric grid getting shut down or election or this or that these are things that are important that the almighty wants to speak to us on and wants to have a communication with us and and conversation but if we are in a position where we are literally too drunk to acknowledge him speaking to us and once again i'm not accusing if you don't drink alcohol great god bless you you know um uh, this isn't what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is this age that we're in, the things that come along with it that steal our communication skills and our ability to communicate with the Almighty. That's what I'm talking about. And and when I listened to Francis Chan and he just talked about how there's a direct correlation to the end of all things being near and that we need to be absolute sober, sober minded in spirit. We need to stay away from drunkenness because it is affecting our communication with God. It hit me in such a a powerful way that even though this is a scripture I'm, I know I've read, I know I've highlighted and, and, and glossed over, the fact that it t- just took a, a simple message from Francis Chan to just to point out and then kind of go down that rabbit hole with God, these things are robbing me being able to have communication with God, uh, for me to be able to commune with Holy Spirit and uh, to be able to talk with my best friend, Jesus. And I want to encourage you, if you're listening, that if you find yourself being affected by these things, if you find yourself that you're having a problem communicating, and it might not even just be in prayer, although the you know First Peter 4, 7 specifically calls out prayer time, but it might be a lot of people I talk to lately can't, for some reason, they don't read. They don't like to read. They can't read. Uh, hard to focus. Uh, uh, you know, they don't, they're not able just to sit and kind of be still. Whatever the case may be. Like, we directly communicate with God through his word. And this is a perfect example. That as I ha- I'm being led to the scripture, he's speaking with to me. He's downloading these things to me. Uh, this is another thing that robs us from that. And And listen, if you read your... Bible on an iPad or whatever, that's great. I'm not, it it takes discernment and it takes a a relationship built with God to navigate these things. You know, uh, that's why I'm not talking about, you know, drunkenness of the world per se in regards to just simply saying, oh, this person has a beer, they must be a sinner, or this person does this, this, this must be a sinner. The scriptures specifically speak against drunkenness. If you are in a drunk, consistent drunken stupor, that's that is sin. If you, in my per, my perspective, if you have a glass of wine, uh, if you have a, a snoot of whiskey or a beer or whatever, um, you don't engage in drunkenness. All I'll say is be careful with that, you know, and, and if that's not a conviction, if you're, if you're not being convicted by Holy Spirit, then great, then, then keep on that. But I, I think a greater conviction or a greater thing that we can look at instead of this quote unquote 
outward unacceptable appearance how many times do we see people with the phone how many times are, are and I've, I've been guilty of this too like instead of just actually having communication you text somebody that's literally five feet from you we are losing that ability to to be human and, and we're losing that connection more importantly with god we need to fight against whatever is causing this drunkenness of spirit we need to regain the sober-mindedness and and stand against sin that uh, is just being, we're being wooed by lesser lovers and being taken away from, from the Almighty. So I'm going to just kind of wrap this up this week. And, and this is what I got. I hope this has affected people. And I hope that you guys uh, are, are getting the same uh, revelation that uh, I did. And I know, you know, I'm, I'm certainly not on the, the Francis Chan level. Uh, I'm just me. Um, but I'm hopeful that this is something that God really impressed on my heart to share with you guys this week, that you're listening to this. Yes. You, you right now, whether you're listening from your phone, you have headbuds in, whether you're driving down the street, you, I'm talking to you right now, listening to this, pray, seek God, find out what these things that are promoting this drunkenness in spirit and drunkenness in mind, drunkenness in emotion, that, that these lesser lovers that are wooing you away from God, find out what those are, isolate them and, and do what you need to do to remove them from your life and from your situation. I want to encourage you to start to put some specific time away each day where you can just talk to God, just spend time in prayer and just talk with him. You know, I know I, I purposely go on walks just about every day and I, I leave everything behind. I leave my phone behind and I, like, because I'm, I'm old school. I take my iPad and I'll just listen to worship music or whatever. And I'll take that time to purposely engage and conversate and, and listen. Mostly I, I listen to what he's saying. Set some time aside just to get in the Bible, to read God's word. I tell everybody this. I try to read at least bare minimum two chapters a day. Because it's not about quantity, it is about quality. If you read a verse and you get something out of it, great. If you read a whole, if you read the entire book of Mark, but you get nothing, then what does that prove? Other than people might think that's impressive. And I, I don't know about you, but I, I don't want to live to impress people. I, I want to live to make Jesus happy. So with that being said, um, please share. I really am asking you to share this. I, I believe uh, these are messages from God. I believe these are things that, you know, as I'm confessing to you, I'm going to begin to, to practice and, and work out in my life. And I'll be reporting back to see how good or how bad I, I'm doing, you know. And, but I just want to encourage you to, 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 to share. You can find us anywhere podcasts are. We're Flodcast CLE. We're on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Breaker, and Anchor.fm. Um, just about any place you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Rumble under Flod Inc. You can find us on the Project Mockingbird social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're also on um, Getter, and we're also under Gab. Uh, celebrating the two-year anniversary of my book, Smith's Heart of Man Repair Manual. Link is in the description below. Our email address is floodinccle at gmail.com. Uh, send us a message if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. But I, I really want to just leave you with this last impression. What is causing a drunkenness of mind, of heart, and spirit that is robbing you from your time in prayer and your, your time with simply just 
having a conversation with the creator of your soul and rage against those things that are stopping or blocking or making it harder for you to have that intimate time with God.